You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. In studio with me today, we are talking Bailey's. The owner of Bailey's is here, Bukhali Bailey. Bukhali, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, and you? It's, just, uh, it's such an honor to be here. Oh, thank you so much. Listen, you, you, we need to actually tell people that bring us food that there's certain rules and regulations. First off, ke Friday, ne? So the rule of us having to finish the food before the show, <laughs> there'll be no show. Like, let's just establish that. Your presentation was just so fantastic. And the fact that you had to travel with the food and the gota kept together. And the fact that you also brought such different perspectives. You brought something that was quite original and authentic. But you also brought something that chicken a la gota. I mean, talk, <laughs> talk us through the principles of Bailey's and then let's jump into um, the journey of trying out different things uh, to make your, your spot so unique. Definitely. So Bailey's first and foremost is a family owned and operated um, a restaurant based in Alexandra. Um, you know what? We, we unfortunately started off um, on the worst type of notes. Uh, my aunt, who was running the precinct where we established now, mm. um, passed away. Mm. And my grandfather literally called me to the room and said, you know what, we can't leave this land vacant. You need to do something. Mm. Um, and from that, Bailey's was born. Um, and Kokasi, you know, every second house is literally Barakisa Kota. Or, yes. you know, they sell some type of food. Um, so we, we had to come out and differentiate ourselves. Mm. Hence, you have... A chicken a la cotta and a big bay, you know, mm. cottas with fried onion rings and fresh meat. Mm. So, and, and I mean, what I love about what you've just shared is how you really can turn such a difficult moment in your life into something triumphant. Were you interested in food at some point in your life or was it something that came about because, hey, space we need to use it yes most definitely that's a very important question and funny enough i was totally opposed to the idea of food when like you know the tragedy happened and my grandfather said do something um everyone has suggested food and i was like we're definitely not doing why everyone does it i mean how do you differentiate yourself from the next person because everyone does food um Mm. and i think because food um is a market as black people were able to go in rather easily compared to other markets. Um, Mm. I think we sort of flocked to it. So we had to really come out and say, how do we differentiate ourselves? How do we make katas, you know, that would make people, you know, look twice at them. So actually what you're saying is that um, when everybody was saying, let's do the difficult thing, you're like, hell no, (laughs) I want to do the easy thing. But you found yourself. So what was, what was it that eventually made you say, okay, food it is? Yeah. So I was literally going out with friends one of the weekends and, um, they wanted gotas. Um, and we had to drive all the way to Tembisa, you know, for gota, uh, Kome gota. And for me, that was a big challenge because I've always had the heart for Alexandra, Mm -hmm. having grown up there, you know. Um, how do we elevate our township? How do we have things that we as a township can stand for and say, this is us? Um, mm. So coming out with a gota that would be branded as Alexandra's gota and for it to travel throughout South Africa and to travel throughout the world, mm. you know, for me, that was important to make this thing. Um, hence the Bailey's gotas and the way they look uh, happened. You know, we wanted we want a product that's proudly Alexandrian Mm. to be able to travel throughout the world. And I mean, we've had guests from England, um, 
Brazil, all over trying out these cottas and absolutely loving them. Because they're global. Yes, definitely. They're global. That, that's the vision. <laughs> and I mean, I, I, I so feel touched by what you're sharing. Um, so many people, it's easier to say where I grew up is, is a mess and I want to move out. And you are saying, yo, I'm staying here to elevate the space and I'm, I'm identifying where something might have been missing and I'm going to be part of the solution. Um, in terms of your spot baileys though gotas are not the only thing so chat to us about when you started introducing other things because in my mind the way i imagined it is that you are there day one selling the cotton and then somebody's like okay go buy beef stew <laughs> and you're like ah we don't have beef then you're like okay let's add beef stew. that's in my mind how it evolved yes so so with the other plates essentially I think COVID really forced that pivot. We were selling plates, but not at the level that we should have been. You need to explain to yes. all the listeners. Not everybody knows tin <laughs> plate. Yes. You're saying we're selling plates. How oh, they sell crockery <laughs> as well. So they also sell forks and knives. Yes. <laughs> what so, is plate? So we've got South African traditional foods. Yes. So things like namatoho. Uh, which is tripe. Now, mm. what's that in English? <laughs> it is um, basically uh, it's either sheep's head, scorpo, yes, or, cow or head. it is cow head. Correct. But I'm assuming, you know, when we say namaikoko, as in the meat of the head, yes. that it's not served on the bone. Yes. 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 So it's it's cow head, not served on the bone. Correct. Um, yeah. So we've got that. We've got beef stew, grilled chicken, sort of things that you grew up eating mm. as a, as an ordinary South African. You know. We, we wanted, like I was saying, with COVID and having to pivot now, we realize that people at home, you know, they want to feel in touch with the things that they grew up eating, you know. Mm. It brought some, some sort of comfort, you know, that having a kota or having a plate of beef chew or mkhodu, you know, within the comfort of, of your home. And being in Santon, being in Bryanston, being in Ravonia, being able to access that type of food where you'd ordinarily have to go into townships to get. Um, and I'm glad yo, you hit the nail on the head on something that I was experiencing yesterday. So I work in Santon, so many of my meetings will be around Santon. And then you have those days that y- yesterday in particular, I was starving off the work and I'm like, randomly scrolling online and I see Magunya. I'm like, where can I find Magunya in Santon? <laughs> like, I need to tweet where can I find Magunya in Santon without having to go over the highway. To, I just want to, somewhere I can quickly yes. go in quick, quick. And you are tending to the Rilebukhiles. Yes. The Most ones definitely. who we are missing that comfort of home, but it's not easily accessible in the areas that we live and work. Most definitely. And I mean, food is part of our culture, so you, it's nothing you can ever abandon. You know, There will be days where you crave makwenya or mkhoju. So what we've done as Baileys, we've partnered up with numerous th- um, third-party deliveries, mm. services. Um, one such being Scooter Treats, which is yes. an electric vehicle company, which is amazing. Imagine electric vehicles, Kokas. Yes. Roaming the streets of Alex delivering food for us. Um, so they cover up to a 15 kilometer radius, mm. which means, I mean, in Bryanston, in Randburg, you get Bailey's food on demand. You literally send a message within an hour. You've got whatever you need from us. Do you, how do you manage the part of obviously some of our traditional food needs hours of labor in preparation? How do you find that balance between making the food as fresh as possible and having it stand by uh, you know for for people to have because in my mind 
uh, when I think about any type of catering, I'm like, firstly, I would never because to have to manage the part of having to figure out when to start cooking, guesstimating how to how much to cook, not knowing how many people actually buy, but also ensuring the quality when it arrives to your 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 customers that it's still fresh food. Yeah, so that's one thing about Bailey's. We strive for that freshness. That's mm. that's a guarantee we give to you, first of all. Um, but I thank God I've got a really strong team, a team of people who are dedicated and who, who pitch up to work, you know, wanting to give their all. Um, so we arrive on time. Stuff gets prepared early in the morning. Um, but we've got, a, we've got a little trade secret of how to ensure that when you get your food, it's fresh. I, I won't, I won't divulge, divulge much into that, but... We've got our little trade secret. Why am I worried? <laughs> <laughs> this trade secret makes me nervous. Okay. Yes, but okay. It, it ensures that, you know, our food stays fresh throughout the yes. day. And when a customer orders at five, six o'clock in the evening when they're going home after a long day at work, they're able to get the best tasting food and food that still tastes so fresh. Mm-hmm. Abel, he's so wrong though. Like now we talk about <laughs> Namakoho. Woo! Mm-mm. All right. O double one double eight three zero seven zero two zero seven two seven zero two one seven zero two. We are going to be taking your calls, your SMSs, your tweets, and your WhatsApp messages and voice notes because I still ask the question: What makes a goda? And maybe if you were to be experimental, what goda would you try? Let's go to Sean in Hurlingham. Hi, Sean. How are you? Fine and you? Good, good. Cooked on a tripod. As in, does he make the scope in a drifut? Yeah. Do you make it in drifut? <laughs> Unfortunately, not as yet, Sean. I, oh, We're man. hoping to get Sean, to a place Sean, donate the drifut. Those things are so expensive. <laughs> I, no, I used I'll, to think it's so easy to get drifut. They're dura. Definitely. I'll, I'll even come there now and taste. Yo, I'm hungry. We can't wait to have you over, Sean. You know, the Mulungo, I love quarter and scope. Oh, on a winter's day with pups. Oh, ah, the combo, winning combo. Is, is your vibe? Is my vibe. So, so Sean, for... I'm on my way there now. I'm on my way to 2nd <laughs> Street, Alexander. So, Sean, you must tell us now, ne? what are the yeah. things that you think should never make their way into a quarter? Yo, Masonja. I actually am going to to challenge you, Mukali, that you must make some. This is my idea that I'm giving you for free. Yes. Make regional themed quarters so you can have the Limpopo, call it the North, yes. and it's got Masonja that Sean will be the first to taste <laughs> to tell you that it's ready for market. Have the have the KZN quarter that uses that Durban curry, you know. So have those themes. Sean, are you down? I'm down to <laughs> <laughs> Let's rock. Thank you so it. much, Sean. And yeah, thank you so, so much, Sean and Hurlingham. I'm busy thinking about um, the the things that maybe shouldn't make their way into a quota. But as I am browsing your menu, you have desserts coming soon. And I just wondered to myself, because you can go to a pizza joint like an Andikios and get a dessert pizza. Are you looking at a dessert quota? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've we've really flipped the switch for cottas, but I I think a dessert cotta might be a little too far. Wait, hear me out. Yes, hear me out. What if? Okay, what if the bread part is just sponge? 
like baked sponge, né? And then you put things in like peanut butter and banana <laughs> and syrup and nuts, and then you top it with like ice cream, and then it's and then you put the the inside square and put it on top, and that's a dessert god. I'm telling you. Let's rock. My my team is listening, so we'll get on. <laughs> <laughs> but now, it, just in terms of traditional food, I mean, are you strict with yourself in terms of veering too far off the traditional? Um, or, or are you kind of like, we do our best to just, when I eat that plate, it must taste like home. You don't want to veer too off of uh, what home feels like. Yeah, most definitely. Like I said, Bailey's is a family-run and operated place. So family and home is such a vital aspect of our business. Um, so most of our food, it must make you feel like you're at home. You yes. Know? Um, we've, got, we've got clients who literally tell us, you know what, when I have your mkhodo, your I literally remember Eastern Cape. I remember KZN because this feels so much like home. And when you walk into our, our shop, you know, the same sort of atmosphere lives through that. Mm, you know, mm. because when you walk into the store, you're you're most likely going to interact with a family member. Did the, the did the need for delivery partners arise because of the pandemic? Yes, most definitely. Yes, yes. But I think just like every other business, it was just part of the journey. You know, because we we are slowly now infiltrating like the family setup. You know, mm. um, someone when they're at home, they want to feel good. You know, you want to have your comfort. Um, and you literally go on Uber Eats or you, you, uh, WhatsApp scooter treats and you, you get food that's going to make you feel good, get mm. delivered to you, you know. What, what would you say is the most difficult part of the business that you're in and the industry that you're in, you know, um, at whichever level you are, be it SME or whatever the case may be? What are some of those challenges? Because often we speak, to businesses like yours on a Friday and from the outside, yo, like China, you know, look at 702, <laughs> your quotas are there, but they're these hardships that we're not privy to. Yeah, I think, you know, being a township-based business um, is really challenging when it comes to things like service delivery, you know. Um, there's literally, we store water as babies um, for the day when we wake up and there's literally no water. Uh, um Alex. Mm-hmm. So it's small challenges like that, or electricity literally going off at any time. Um, but I think also another challenge that we often overlook um, as a township-based business is that there's a lot of fears and a lot of friction, you know, with people interacting with our business. Mm, just because of the area and what they see in the media? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that whole thing of, um, yo, I can't go to Alex because X, Y, and Z. Most definitely. And, and we've been really working at educating customers and just reassuring them that, you know what, at the end of the day, we, we need you guys to come. You know, mm. as much as you can order through our delivery platforms, but please come through because when you come, either you leave your car at the car wash, which leaves a 50 or 100 rand with that person, or you, you buy mm. the scopas next door. You know, you've left a rand in the township and you, you don't know how, how important and the impact that comes, you know, with that. Um, so it's, it, it's part of our thing is to say, how can we attract people? How can we make them feel safer coming into Alex, you know? Very beautifully said, the part of just considering that it's not just about come so that my business has people and activity, just the fact that when you do show up, the likelihood of you, you know, supporting the township economy and how far it goes, 
you being part of a family business, you see it right in front of you, the, you know, the, the impact that literally a few extra people spending can mean somebody else, you know, having a job and being able to provide for, for their families. Most definitely. Where do you see Bailey's in the next few years? Um, short-term goals is to definitely, so 702 is actually going to hear it first. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks to the guys at Coca-Cola, we've got a trailer. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, that will be rolling out soon. So you'll have a second location of Bailey's. Um, so yeah, we want to essentially grow a network within the province, but the, the final goal is to go globally, you know, to be able to take something that we love so much, Ikota, and share it with the global audience. Um, we've already received customers who absolutely love the idea and, you know, they've fallen in love with this, with this, this meal, you know. I've, I've already visualized that in China, there's going to be the, Kota Chow Main and Chow Fan and then in Italy it's Kota Alla Chorizo you know I, I, I think it's such a beautiful uh, dream Likao Nolo in Kempton Park hi hi Erle Wuhile hi good day to you and uh, Mr. Bailey Erle Wuhile you know it's, it's very very important uh, when, when uh, especially this segment that you're doing Yadijo when you are hosting people from Kokasi, mm. very, very important uh, for us to go there. I remember the one that you hosted there, the, the one that you did, Yako, Yako, um, Barking, Yako Fosloras. Um, I was on my way to Nigel. I, I immediately offered and went there and got myself. I was in a hurry, but I said, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm probably going to go get the McTea or something. Let me just offer him here. Go in quickly. Although they make me made for, for like 20 minutes. But I mean, it was worth it after I ate the food. And it's very, very important for us to go and visit these places. Mm. I note them down. Whenever I hear you talking about something, I will note it down. And I will, whenever I'm in the area, I will go visit them and buy something from them. It's very, very important for us to support the black business. Because that is the, the extra money that they're going to get from we, the people from 702. Mm. Listen, that goes there. That is, they will be able to purchase something with that. Maybe a, a new machine or, mm. or, or, or renovate or do something. I mean, the only way to make sure that we succeed, we get included in this economy, is for us to support each other. Mm. You understand? Know it's for us to go out there, make it, make, make, make a date. Go out there, go and visit that shop, go and visit that cotton shop. I've noted it down. I'm gonna. I'm probably next week sometime because I'm working in Midrand. I'm gonna go and get myself lunch from that quarter place. Oh, and thank you, Likonolo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you yeah. so much, Likonolo, for those words. I completely agree and second it. And just the spirit that you have of of going back to where where you grow, grew up or not even leaving to see how you can not not just empower yourself and your family but the people around you too uh the whatsapps that came through no acha please in a quota it makes your armpits stink and another one says your real quota should be very simple chips russian acha less special paloni kadi sauce that is from climate lisufi and i mean some people also call it spiko i'm a pretoria girl guess spiko um where can we find your business in the hood um, so we based off First uh, Second Avenue mm-hmm. in Alexandra, but literally you can Google us. Um, our website will give you all our details as well as our social media. Everything is there. B a i l y s Baileys is where you can go to find the business and head over and support for some delicious food. Thank you so much, Bukhale Bailey, owner of Baileys. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.